0: This week on the I Love Funny Women podcast. Maybe extraterrestrials are really dope, like Buddhist-esque, people-loving beings that are going to show up and be like, you know what, humans, y'all suck, but let's just start with giving you a hug. Can we please just all bust a little the fuck out from time to time in song? Yes! <laughs> Welcome to the I Love Funny Women podcast with your host, Dina Nina.
1: Welcome to another episode of the I Love Funny Women podcast. I'm Dina Nina Martinez.
2: And I'm Lalisa D.
1: And it's July. It's July. What happened
2: happened to the first half of 2020? This is going to be our year. I feel, I don't
1: know. That's what What I said about 2020. (laughs) I know. Did you
2: have a good Fourth of July weekend, Dina?
1: I did. I slept. I laid in bed under an air conditioner because it was so hot and so gross. They say
2: Madison is like Portland, but I didn't realize, like, they meant, like, it's 114 degrees
1: here. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, it's not that hot or I would be crispy fried. Hey, guys, we would love to hear from you. Post a video on Instagram and tag at I Love Funny Women with the hashtag HeyDina. And you could be on the podcast or even on our YouTube
2: And we'd really appreciate it if you could give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Your review helps us work the algorithm and helps us get more listens.
1: Hey, this is Door Girl Greg. Thank you for listening to the I Love Funny Women podcast. If you haven't by now, you should really go to the socials and check out at I Love Funny Women on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube because really what else are you gonna do? And now for the news. The search and rescue at the Champlain Towers continues and a seven-year-old child of a Miami firefighter was found in the rubble, bringing the confirmed death toll to 22 at the time of this recording. And as the city attempts to weigh when to stop looking for survivors, other condo buildings are assessing how safe they are. And at least one other building was evacuated in the Miami area due to concerns.
2: Hey, Dina, is that where um, Marco Rubio lives?
1: Um, I, I don't think so. (laughs)
2: Okay, swiftly moving on. Uh, Bill Cosby is free and Britney is not. Like, did someone not read the hashtag correctly? It's almost like Kamala Harris telling Guatemalans to stay home when we had in fact asked her to protect dreamers. Are we playing the opposite game? Maybe it's that whole retrograde thing. We should start asking for what we don't want, like bring back Trump. (laughs)
1: Oh, don't do that. (laughs) It would be like saying Bloody Mary in the mirror three times, and then she shows up, but she's orange and has a toupee. You know, like... (laughs) Speaking of the Antichrist, the Trump organization is facing charges of tax evasion, among others. Trump organization CFO Alan Weiselberg was arrested and taken into custody pending trial, and of course, was fitted for the glorious new orange jumpsuit. Meanwhile, Don Jr. is making the We Are Being Victimized World Tour, and an independent lawyer commented that he should just shut the fuck up. <laughs> and we agree for so many different reasons. <laughs>
2: In London, the world's ugliest statue ever was revealed under the watchful eye of Princess William and Harry. Their late mother, Princess Diana, was immortalized in stone or whatever. I don't know anything about statues. In the garden of her home at Kensington Palace she is portrayed as walking alongside two children one who appears to be a black boy and one who seems like a fully grown woman with weird dimensions are those meant to be like archie and lilibet <laughs> this statue might yet turn out to be the revenge of the windsors <laughs> megan if the royal family offers to create a statue for you uh, be worried <laughs> be very worried be
1: so worried.
2: <laughs> be so afraid.
1: <laughs> Last week, a judge denied the dissolution of Britney Spears' conservatorship. Jamie Spears and Bessemer Trust were left in charge of all of Britney. And then Bessemer Trust has since asked and has been granted a release from the co conservatorship, citing that they were under the impression that Britney willingly submitted to the conservatorship. And learning her objection, were like, no thank you, we no longer want to be involved in this weird um, act. Mm. It's like Bessemer Trust is engaging in the rules of consent, while the state of California believes that a woman is the property of her husband, or in this case, her father. It's just all so fucked up.
2: The state of California is everybody's father. It's like, you know, you, you start off with high hopes, but at some point, so disappointing. <laughs> it's so fair. Disappointing. <laughs> California, what are you doing to us? <laughs> now the Federal Aviation Administration reported that two pilots were rescued off the coast of Hawaii after a emergency landing. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'd make an emergency landing if in Hawaii if I could. Can you imagine? Let's just land here, Harry, and have a bit of a holiday. Yay, nice idea, John. Two hours later, God damn it, is that a rescue helicopter? (laughs) Harry, I told you not to get the vaccine with its tracking device. Just kidding, folks, get vaxxed. (laughs) The only thing tracking you is whatever device you are listening to this podcast on right now.
1: And you carry it everywhere you go. During a routine traffic stop on Saturday morning in Wakefield, Massachusetts, a group of heavily armed men exited a vehicle claiming that they do not recognize our laws and ran into the woods. (laughs) What? The scene was later cleared, but it was like the Lord of the Flies out there. Like, what
2: is happening in the U.S.? (laughs) Like you don't, like laws are, what? (laughs) You it don't rely on, like, laws don't need to be validated by you, they, they're there, right. that's like...
1: <laughs> the state of Massachusetts text and they left it on red, <laughs> you know, like... Yes,
2: I'm just not going to look at this and now I don't have to follow this. <laughs> the United States Supreme Court declines to hear an appeal by a florist fined by Washington State for refusing to make a flower arrangement for a same-sex wedding due to her Christian beliefs excuse me sidestamping another major case pitting gay rights against religious liberty what's going on with the supreme court dina they are so rad at this point they're more left-wing than joe and kamala put together which is not very hard
1: not very hard but also uh they just kind of dash voting rights lolita so they're not they're not too (laughs) left-wing
2: oh fair fair point oh well maybe in their protection of gay rights they yeah, are just looking out for their good friends, Mike Pence and Lindsey Graham. Know what okay. I'm saying, Gina?
1: I do. They are the log cabin Republican power couple. So <laughs> <laughs> there, there you have it. That is all the time we have for the news today. Our astrologist Renee Hayden is still out on holiday, but she's coming back really soon. So don't fear a new Sex with the Stars is coming right around the corner.
2: Sex sextrologists get really good holidays i feel that she has a great contract i think i might want to become a sex sextrologist dina
1: <laughs> trust me her contract is we, we pay her a lot <laughs> i'm sure i pay her in hugs you know it's so weird <laughs> <laughs> the creepiest contract ever you know
2: <laughs> i'm TorGirl girl greg and you're listening to the i love funny women podcast
1: this week, we have an incredible comedian from Toronto.
2: She has toured throughout Canada and Australia with her solo show, Where are You From, From.
1: And she's been on CBC Canadian Broadcasting Company and has written and starred in her own series called Juicy. Here's my conversation with my friend, Aliyah Kanani. I am so excited to have you on the show.
0: I am so excited to be on your show.
1: <laughs> I realize that I'm a narrative singer. Like, I realize that more, like, I've become more of a narrative singer after, during the pandemic, because I, c- I could be so awkward by myself this whole time. And now I'm just, like, walking down the street singing.
0: I can't I wait it. to get to Target and get my makeup <laughs> so great! Well, what? See what? This is perfect. When I think about the perfect contributions to the world, these are the things that we need more of. More people just busting out in song. Can we please just all bust a little the fuck out from time to time in song yes, so yes. More colorful. it would be so great i would love it <laughs> would love it's it.
1: awkward and amazing at the same exactly. time
0: <laughs> exactly it's amazing because it's all it's all of it it's the best i love it i encourage it you know please make this a thing just get everybody <laughs> on i'm with you You singing. everybody
1: and i have everybody people comes. all the time that are like i didn't know it was called narrative singing and i'm like well it's narrative and it's singing so it's right. narrative singing
0: <laughs> Right, right. Uh I'm oh, sorry. I just call that a busted out gaze. Okay? So, yes. I'm sorry.
1: Get the terms right. Musical narrative, busting out narrative. Okay. Narratively busting out. That's Which is a whole lot different than busting out, you know?
0: Oh right. That kind of busting, girl. I don't have enough busting to bust like that. You know I mean viewers. <laughs> You, you know listeners hey listeners no, no not in a bust here <laughs> you
1: know, we're talking about boobs everyone yeah, what's so, I, Kanani, I fucking love you so oh, much i love you dina <laughs> and everybody's always like all all the time that you talk on every episode of the podcast you're like i love you so much and i'm like but Aaliyah, you and I met at the very first Lady Loves Comedy Festival.
0: Yeah. Thank yes. you so much
1: for being part of it. Oh my um, God.
0: Are you kidding? It was so great. I was so happy to be there. That and
1: so- I, when I met you, I was just like, I like this woman so much. And I just felt so connected to you. And I've been dying to work with you in other yeah. aspects, but it's, you know, you live in Canada. I live, I live in, in the Canada. United States without oh, insurance. Oh,
0: God. Oh, God. <laughs> Guys, y'all got to get this together. I it's agree. got, you know, this new, come on, Auntie Kamala, give the people what they need, okay, yes. Auntie? Let's not yes. talk to you. I'll talk to her. <laughs>
1: Put a good word in for us. I'm sorry to convince everybody we're related. It's fine. <laughs>
0: My auntie?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, what have you been up to? Because you, before the pandemic, you were in Australia a lot, you've been in the US, you're all over the place. Uh What is happening now? That,
0: my dear, is a very good question, and one that I recently realized I don't know how to answer. <laughs> I, I, was at a, I was getting a massage, because I'm a lady of luxury, uh, who pulled her neck and only is paying for a massage because she needed to move her neck. Okay, let's just be real, right. But I, uh, I'm a lady of luxury still, uh, and I was getting this shit beat out of my neck uh, by this woman, and she starts to ask me what I do for a living, and I'm like, I feel like anything that I can do. <laughs> Didn't know what to say. I'm like yeah, everything, uh, you know. I've been doing a lot. Like I was, I was. I mean, Dina, as you know, I was in the middle of my tour when this yeah. shit show happened, um, and so I was in Australia. I was at the beginning of my world tour of 2020. It was a very big deal for me. It's, nobody else cares, but for me, uh, it was a very big deal. And it shot. It shot after the first yeah. uh, place in Perth, and so I came. I came back actually. I came back, uh, I was meant to go back to Australia to do do the Melbourne Festival, but in between I had to come back to film this movie that I was in, and Mm -hmm. so I came back to film that, and that's when everything was shutting down, and so I just didn't go back. Uh, In hindsight, had I known how well Australia would have voted off this, I probably would have got back, (laughs) but that's okay. (laughs) I chose to stay here with my sugar daddy Justin Trudeau and yeah boo. Mm-hmm. so I uh I, I came back here and I've just been doing all kinds of stuff you know still creating uh and I feel very blessed you know because I've been I've had the opportunity to do that and um I've been doing everything from like virtual online gigs the corporate gigs pay pretty good so that's kind of nice I mm-hmm, mean mm-hmm. paying her rent still somehow and then and then I have been doing, a, you know, I did a commercial recently. I'm uh, filming again. I got another a role in this movie just recently, which I'm very excited about. It's a very cool film. Um, but then I'm also writing. You know, I was I was in a writer's room for a little bit, which was my first time in a writer's room for a sketch comedy mm-hmm. show. Uh, and I was like, what? A writer? Now. But I guess, you know, when you think about stand-up comedy, like I'm acting, I'm writing, I'm directing, I'm doing all those things, right? Yeah. Like we are when we do stand up, we do all those things. So those skills were there. And so I feel like I put all those skills to use but with different job titles.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Totally, 100%. Yeah. So was it Jan Arden show?
0: Oh my god, no it wasn't, but how cool is that? I have a friend of mine who's writing on that show actually. She's so dope. She's so, so talented. I was so happy. I, She's nice.
1: so nice. And I got so nervous, like, when to ask that question of you. But I was like, Do you no, know? it's so funny.
0: It's all, so, you know what? I, I I haven't met her, but I've heard wonderful things. So, Nilu Honda, yeah. who's a friend of mine and a supremely talented human, uh, was working on that show. And she told me it was a great time. And she said, yeah, it. it was really, really a lot of fun.
1: The clips that I was able to get over here, I was just like, oh my God, this is amazing.
0: Oh, right, of you can't I,
1: kind of geek out. I kind of geek out over her though.
0: Like, oh my god, so great. <laughs> That's so great. That makes me so happy. What about you? Tell me what you've been up to. How you been? What you've been you been doing?
1: Know, well, I'm just plugging away. Like you, I was talking to somebody today at the dog park um who works with entrepreneurs, and I was like, I've kept my business alive somehow, you know, and she goes. And she had just quit her full-time gig for the, over a few months ago. And I was like, what are you up to now? And she's like, well, right now I'm just doing some side gigs. And I'm like, that's my constant entrepreneur experience is right. side gigs.
0: Yeah, like my whole career is one big side <laughs> right. gig. You know what I mean? <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's what's so cool. I think about, yeah. you know, like, uh, you know, not to, you know, uh, but I feel like all the, the the very creative people I speak with, You know, um, I think that that's what's really cool about creativity is it Mm. can't be stopped because we will find creative workarounds. You know what I mean? That's like, that is what we do. We continue creating no matter the circumstances, right? And so, like, I think that artists, some of us really, it was a really great chance for us to almost thrive because it pushed us to be able to really uh tap into this 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 creativity that we already tap into on a regular and really shook us up and said well you know what uh everything you know how to do you still know how to do it except for you can't access the things that you're used to so what are you going to do now and yeah, I, I think it's cool yeah. that to, to, to hear the stories of how people found creative mm-hmm. uh ways so tell me so tell me some of it i want to hear what you've been up I mean, to well, i know yeah. you've been busy and it's great to
1: see always obviously we went virtual and virtual virtual that was my Texas coming
0: out
1: uh, we went virtual and it's just mm-hmm. been interesting, like adjusting to it and still trying to find way to ways to pay people and have, a, you know, enjoy it, which is the difficulty thing. Like this is what it comes down to. Capitalism is oppressive and it's terrible.
0: Tell me, tell me ma, tell me, you know, I honestly, like I, it's, it's such a, uh, I I think that a lot of us, you know, like, it's not that we, 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 we knew, we didn't know. We've already known, we've known for a long time. You know, you talk about it on stage. I talk about it on stage. We know what capitalism is. We know what all of this is. Right. Um, And, and I think in general society, we all know what it is, but I don't think I, I don't know. I don't think we grasped how much of a hold it has on humanity Mm -hmm. Until we saw what happened during this pandemic. And it was Mm -hmm. like, oh, oh, so money goes before humanity. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. This is what we're doing, you know, and it's just kind of like it just it really felt like a very drastic sort of like. Uh, uh, wake up call you know when you're seeing that like all of these businesses around you're shutting down but billionaires be getting more billions you know what I mean and, and all of these come and then and then and then but then you watch the suffering in the world and you're like how are we letting this you know we almost accepted this natural divide that was happening and we saw that the numbers were skewing and And then this, COVID just accelerated that. And really, like I said, it it feels like almost like a wake-up call. It's not that we didn't know we were going in this direction. This divide's been Mm -hmm. getting bigger and bigger between the rich and the poor. We know this. We know this. We know this. But to watch how it plunged in that direction as soon as this stuff happened, and this is the, the kind of stuff that you would think would bring human beings more together. And want to support each other. And then we saw that that was not the case. And it was like, oh, yes. this is a disease. This is the yeah. disease. Yeah. Right? Meanwhile,
1: yeah. in the United States, in the trailer park that is the United States, we're <laughs> looting our government buildings and, and attacking them and trying to get, you know, computers. from. Like, I'm just like, what the fuck is happening?
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so it's, uh, I, I have a lot of hope and a lot of joy. Yeah. I have very little hope and very little joy. Like, I just, yeah, it's, it's like,
0: you know, this is audio, but if you saw <laughs> Tina's eyes right now, she's like dead staring me. What's she saying? She's got hope and joy, like dead stare. You know? with, <laughs> with tears
1: rolling down. With tears. <laughs> down. I, like, a couple of months ago, we were in Michigan, and I was like, I can see democracy from my backyard. <laughs> like, I was <laughs> like, there's a Canadian flag over there. There's democracy. What does that <sighs> even look like anymore? You know? There
0: it is. You know, um, I honestly, I, I feel like I want to be like, yeah, but it's, it's hard for us as well to cheer about Canada right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. hard for us to cheer about Canada. It's actually, it's Canada Day today. Happy Canada Day, I guess. I don't know if we should be saying that it's ever. It's
1: Colonizer Day. You know
0: what I mean? Like, I, yeah, it's... Uh, happy Colonizer Day. Happy Colonizer Day. You know? And but the thing is, is like, it's, I think that so, a lot of us now are just kind of sitting in this weird space of like, well, now what? You know, like yeah. I I'm like, what? well, what I feel like we should do, like the person inside of me who knows right from wrong and good from bad and has that that very, you know, says that, we, well, OK, uh, so we should give it back. Well, we should just give it all back. Right. And then say, can we please stay also yeah. like we should just give all the land back and be like, sorry, sorry, the people that came before us did this and then that we profited off of it. And I'm sorry for that. Yeah. but like can, can we stay but also this is yours you know but yeah. then the reality is is that like well where am I gonna live and how are we gonna do this stuff and how do we just give back land and and who's gonna govern it and how does this stuff work and it's just like I have no idea and so it kind of feels like this like very weird place that we're all in in society now where we're like okay so uh we're awake now what uh, I don't want to look at it it's so gross yeah. <laughs> you know, like, what I need to also eat and live
1: Yeah. And it is so gross. Like, Mm -hmm. and what, who is trustworthy enough to lead to lead to people? I don't think there is anyone like, you know, I would like to think that I would be trustworthy enough to lead to people, but i I know I'm not, you know, and it's not because I don't want to be. It's just because the human nature is that I want to protect what's mine. And It's so tough. So we. This is a very joyful, joyful live podcast today. I
0: love how like <laughs> riffing about how society is plummeting to the most like <laughs> darkest, deepest uh, monsters of. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. You know I'm like, I
1: just, it. I just want the aliens to come and say, "Hey, bitches, y'all did this wrong," <laughs> you, you know? Like, like, yeah.
0: You know, I was having a really interesting conversation with a friend of mine recently about aliens. I and she said that. something that I really, I really.
1: They prefer really extraterrestrial. Sorry. Right.
0: The extras. I was talking about the extras. Uh, and uh, <laughs> that works perfectly. I'm always like, I'm so extra. This is okay. So the extras. I was talking about the extras. <laughs> and uh, you know, one thing that, like, really, we always, whenever we see aliens, Depicted in anything, they're always coming to invade, and I'm like, why do we assume that all other life is as greedy as us? (laughs) You know, maybe extraterrestrials are really dope, like Buddhist esque, but a better version, even of like equal loving beings that are Mm going to show up and be like, you know what, humans. Y'all suck, but let's just start with giving you a hug. You know? (laughs) That's just so nice. I just want to be hugged by an extra. Right? That's so real. Right?
1: I also, like, because I'm a nerd and I totally geeked out on it. Like, I live with QAnoners, but I believe in aliens. So, like, who's crazy? Like, really, when it comes down to it. (laughs) (laughs) but like i heard somebody talking and they're like they're just like people some are great and trustworthy some are not some want to pillage your village you know like and and so i'm like i mean that makes sense right but can we get somebody who is going to come here and just be like let's heal (laughs) like i want a new age alien to come down and be like we are all love and light. Let's yeah. fix this. Let's heal your inner wounding.
0: Right. <laughs> Right, let's like, let's cradle the child in you. You know what I mean? Yes, you were just made to feel not okay by the world. You're okay, wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be, it nice? would be amazing. Oh my god, Dita. Wow, just talking about it. I'm just like, oh my god, hello, come to me. Wow, That's my amazing. heart chakra just
1: opened so wide just talking about this. You know what's that? I said my heart chakra opened so right? wide just talking about, about that.
0: Oh my god, Ma! Can I tell you about my chakras? Listen, I'm like yes. the more I learn about my chakras, the more like I must protect them. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so I'm like, I gotta tell you this, okay? I swear yes, god, this is really real, but I'm like, I I feel I feel like I so I just got my first vaccine dose. Like Woo-hoo! a few weeks ago, I know. And but the thing here is, is that here's the thing, Ma. I, I'm I'm up for my second one, but I'm like an anti-vaxxer who's getting vaccines. Okay, like I like I don't I don't trust them. I don't believe them. I think I think that this government. I think that the pharmaceutical companies. I think all these they have never. <laughs> ever been looking out for me. It's not like Mm -hmm. that, okay? So why should I trust them? But at the same time, I know that the virus is probably more dangerous than the vaccine. And I realize that I wanna be able to live in this society. And that also that there's a chance that if I don't get it, that I'll be like harming other people. Mm -hmm. So like the the overall answer for me is yes. And I'm getting the vaccine, but I don't want it. And ever since I got the first vaccine, I've been so suspicious of everything. And the other day I was like, my instincts are usually better than this. It's the vaccine. They closed my third eye. They closed my third eye. I knew it. I knew it. Like, like, freaking out over my chakras. I'm like, they're after my chakras. They, the chakras. they are trying to close your chakras. They're trying to close my chakras, man.
1: Hilarious. Chakras. I love that. <laughs> I'm sorry that you feel that afraid. Like, I got it. And I was like, yes, I'm um, fine. I, I got I, it. I got sick. And then I was like, okay, cool. I'm good.
0: I'm you just know? a paranoid person. So, like, if you start shouting a bunch of conspiracy theories at me, I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole of, like, believing any of them because, like, I just, I'm also very mathematical in my decisions. But I have to consider them. And for me, <laughs> like, you don't know what you don't know. You Know what I mean? I used to, I had a horrible joke that I tried to make work that never worked, and I will one day make it work when I come back to it and I have the patience to try like round seven. Do you know right. what I mean? But it was about how you don't know what you don't know. And I used to like go to a man in the audience and I'd be like, Sir, do you like to have your ass tickled by a feather? And he'd be like, What? I'd be like, Yes or no? And they'd be like, oh, no. I'm like, have you ever tried? He'd he's like, Yes, I'm like, so you don't know. You don't know. You can't answer the question, yes or no, because you don't know. You've not had your ass tickled by a feather and you don't know what you don't know, is what I'm saying. And so like. <laughs> all these conspiracy theories I'm like okay like I, I know it's probably not that they invented this virus to then invent a cure so that they could make money but also they've done shit like this before so it could yes. be possible and I, so I just like I don't know mm. but also that's crazy and it doesn't make any sense and I'm going to get the fucking thing <laughs> I'm yeah, just totally. I'm totally. just so I'm just constantly just like Nothing is real, but yes, let's just do it. And then I mean, it.
1: I just figure all the shit I put up my nose
0: <laughs> exactly. like over
1: my lifetime, Ma, and all the I shit that I drink.
0: Years, twenty years of smoking cigarettes, which we know has no benefits. So, like, really, I'm, like I'm not allowed to be like, oh, but this vaccine. But at the same time, I'm telling you, my third eye has not felt the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like man. you're coming back to this question. So tell me what you've been up to. We haven't gotten any <laughs> It's yet. A,
1: fine. This is what I've been up to, is just living this fun life. Um, I I am so grateful to see you. And I think one of the things that most of us have experienced, like we talk about like art um, and every a lot of artists like Picasso had a blue period, right? Like, mm. And I feel like a lot of us, as as comics, have had a blue period this last year. Like I sometimes I go on camera and I'm like, "Who hasn't thought about committing suicide this week?" No, I don't believe you. You know, like it got really dark. Um, How have has your comedy um, depicted that darkness that you're that you've? I'm assuming that you probably went through at some point throughout this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, certainly, uh, you know, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a funny, a fun one, uh, which I have not talked about, but I, I did, um, I did a submission for, uh, the Winnipeg comedy festival, which I did not get into. Uh, and they do gala theme submissions (laughs) and, uh, your face is so great. It's okay. It It was many times ago, but, um, but I did a submission and because it's gala themes, they give you a subject and that one, Oof. I think mm. about the submission, I should probably go back and look at it. But some of the jokes were like, you know, and it wasn't even about the world. It was about me and stuff that I haven't dealt with from my past yeah. that I was like like, I think I was just needing to talk about. And the only way that I knew how to talk about it was through through trying to make a joke about it, because it was so hard for me to get out. That yeah. you know how we do, right? Like it's it's sometimes those things are the ones that we're like, oh, I can make this into a joke because we just so desperately need to talk about it, but we don't know how to. And so I had that, but otherwise, for the most part, um, you know, the stuff that I've been doing, that I've been performing, you know, for me, com- my comedy's always been about like talking about things that we don't, uh, you know, see represented, you know, uh, in 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 conversations coming from uh, people like folks like you and I, like you know, talking about for example, my race, right. But talk about my race, not from how they see me, but from how I see them seeing me. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, so it's like from that authentic self. Right. And so uh, I wanted to make sure to talk about that stuff. And I did talk about that, especially about like, you know, sort of um, the way that the COVID went down and stuff. And I got to talk a little bit about how I saw it kind of play out, like in our socioeconomic, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, standpoints and stuff. But I, 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 I did that all, but I, in the end, my comedy, I always want it to be uplifting. I always want like my, my primary goal is like to bring people together and to, to have a good time. So I feel like that filters out some of those darker thoughts that, that, that came through for me. But, um, but certainly like I, I did, I did, you know, have moments, you know, and continue to have moments. I think we said this off the, the go, right. When he said, how are you? I said, anybody who responds good, don't trust them. You know what <laughs> I mean? because totally. are, paying attention right. Like it's just, everybody's had their ups mm. and downs through this whole whole thing for sure. Um, I think that for me, rather than the comedy being my outlet for the dark times though, the comedy, like in terms of like talking about that stuff, I think more so it's been my relief from that. Do mm. you know what I mean? Um, yeah, and, and, totally. and sort of, Yeah. Like y- even, you know, joking about sort of like the state of, you know, uh, things during COVID, I think, uh, was a very important thing for me to do because as soon as I started writing uh, a little bit of uh, material about COVID, I saw how cathartic it was for people. Mm-hmm. People were so like just needing to laugh over the shit that we're like having to go through. That I mm-hmm. that that's really where my focus went was to like just try and find relief uh, and release in like so much of the 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 pressure right mm. of, of of what we've been um because I find like that's kind of what comedy is in a lot of ways, right comedy for me in, in a lot of ways is like pressure builds builds builds, builds builds and then the release is where you get the laughter. And so even in some of the jokes that I write like you know you'll you can even feel like you've heard my where you from joke right yes and like even in that moment like you can feel the audience like, oh, what is she where is she going with this? Oh where is she going with this? oh no this is is she gonna. Is she gonna? And then, the relief is that that like it's ironic because the the joke uh, makes people so tense about talking about race that yeah. the laugh they get is in reference to a joke about you know. The whispering the word children and it's like but that relief from the pressure of discomfort that they're in and yeah. so I feel like with COVID we're all been in sitting in this pressure and discomfort of COVID and constantly like watching the news, watching the updates, watching all of this stuff happen and watching everybody's lives fall apart, our own and everybody else's you know and mm-hmm. um, and so all that pressure we definitely needed that release and like what better than to talk about the pressure itself right
1: mm-hmm. so yeah. Have you been on stage in person?
0: I just did my first show, outdoor show. It was on a stage. It was a street Kona <laughs> okay? Yes. We literally standing on a street corner with a mic. Uh, this wonderful woman, Roma, organized um, a, uh, Pride celebration, um, and it was beautiful. It was amazing. It was so cool. There were people dancing, and it wasn't a massive gathering. You know, we're still very much restricted here, but there was like a nice amount of people. And it was, and so we stood outside on the streets, and she had mics set up, and we did comedy on the streets, and people were on the other side of the sidewalks and sitting on the grass, sitting and, and just watching us. You know, and it was really, it was very, very fun. It was very fun, oh, and man, that was my man. first live yeah. one. And months and months
1: that's amazing we just did our first show back and (sighs) it was inside there were 90 people luckily (sighs) we are so fortunate to have had like the massive vaccination campaign that we had and in madison we're mostly pretty liberal so everybody's like shoot me up and um Yeah. yeah so like man I was like, "Holy shit! This is amazing." Was it amazing? Oh my god! It I can so imagine.
0: That. I'm so happy for you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, what's coming up for you?
0: So now I've got um, a few things that I'm working on that I, I'm not in the uh, like I can't uh, get into too much detail about stuff, but I'm 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 working on some stuff like like some. some you know, coping. it's good
1: when people say they can't tell you. Um,
0: Oh my god, I, know I feel like such a loser saying that. I feel like such a loser, especially because there's gonna be an announcement in a couple of days. But, um, I uh, I, yeah, I'm excited about a little bit of development just so you know, because I, as I said, I've been <coughs> sort of pivoting towards TV stuff, which was kind of always like something that I thought I'd eventually get to, but my plan was always like for me, I just there was a lot of independence in just doing stand up because I could just. Mm-hmm. Do it and go and tour and 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 create and. Uh, so that was my plan was to grow as a stand up comedian and then go into that world when I had a bit of a name for myself that that I would be able to then say like I want to make this. How do we make it happen? Rather than knocking on doors where nobody knows me and be yeah. like, hi, I'm funny. I promise, I swear, you know. Um, but then I, it turned out that because of this pandemic that I was kind of put in a position where I started to do the knocking on the door. Uh, because I didn't get to continue doing stand-up, I had to sort of change my trajectory. Uh, but I, I've been fortunate that when I'm knocking people are kind of paying attention a little bit and I don't know why I'm getting so lucky, but I knock on wood every day and I you know um, uh, just uh, keep working and and, and and we'll see you know where, where things uh, go. you know there's you know what this industry is like right? There's a lot of yes a lot of <laughs> yes. so much time right so like I don't know where it's going but so far people seem interested in some of the stuff that I'm working on in terms of like ideas for for some for some tv stuff and uh as I said I'm filming a, a really cool indie film uh that's being produced right now from a director who um I mean his his debut film won him a bunch of awards he was a really talented guy and and the story is a story that I I um you know I connect and resonate with so it's kind of cool uh, and I've got uh, my movie that I made is finally coming out in September, which I'm excited Yay. about.
1: Uh,
0: that's called Scarborough, and I'm really excited about that one because um, that one I uh, I remember when I got the audition, I was in Australia and I opened it up and I was like, it's a uh, I was like, oh hijabi woman, let me guess, she's running from her husband and afraid of something. You know what I mean? And she's venerable but strong, you know? And I'm like, just like, you know, all the bullshit, right? All the bullshit. And then I opened it up and I started reading the character description. I was like, oh. like, she's a real person and oh. she's cool and she's funny and silly who has ever read a hijabi character that's silly? They don't write hijabi women as silly because if if a woman is wearing a hijab, which listeners, if you don't know, that's okay. It's like a headscarf for Muslim women. If you're, if they're wearing a hijab, then all of a sudden they're strict and they're disciplined, but then they also have like an angry husband and all those are the stereotypes you get. Right. And so when I read that, I literally was supposed to go on a camping trip and I was like, no, I'm not going camping. I have to do this really dope audition. (laughs) as It was just such such a stellar character and then I learned later it was written by it's from based on a book by this woman named Catherine Hernandez, who wrote this book and she's a woman of color and you know she grew up uh, with uh, like uh, sort of uh, experiences in Scarborough and so she was writing a very like uh, like real characters,
2: mm-hmm. and so
0: I, I got to play Miss Hina this character which uh, was such an honor for me and I'm so excited to see how it came out because like the talent on on this and the like both front and back end, like the, the directors, the, the everybody that put this production together, you know, everybody was, it was such a beautiful production and such a good energy that I think it's going to be a really great project to, to, well, to
1: awesome.
0: see. Yeah Yeah. I yeah, can't yeah.
1: wait to see it. Dude, I can't Thank wait you. to see you.
0: I, I honestly, know. For serious, I can't wait to give you a squeeze. Every time I see you, it hurts me a little bit that I can't hug you because I know how good... Your hugs are. And I'm like, <laughs> why? Why this screen got to get in the way of my business? I mean, I mean, right? Like,
1: like, so I feel that simple. same way. Like, I just like, but I'm also like the hugger. Like, I, I encompass everybody when I'm like, I just am like, well, I'm, you're I'm the best also, like, Fifteen pounds heavier than I was
0: before, so I'm like,
1: it's all of delicious me will erase you.
0: I love it. That's even more delicious, the <laughs> girl. I'm gonna cuddle the shit out of you.
1: <laughs> I love it. That's and dang. you're on all the socials at Aliyah Kanani. Correct. That's
0: Aaliyah
1: Comedy spelt with a K. Oh. <laughs> okay. At
0: Aaliyah
1: oh, yeah. Comedy. Yeah, and yeah. Aaliyah is where you can find her. Oh, and aliyahkanani.com
0: is my website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 is my, awesome. my awesome. website. Yeah. Thank you my, so my, much. How time flies so quick. It always does when we're chatting. I'm so happy to see you. Thank you for having me.
1: And that's all we have for you this week. Thanks for listening to the I Love Funny Women
2: podcast. You can find us on all the social media at I Love Funny Women. And we're on YouTube as well.
1: This podcast is written by me. And me. And you can find me on all the socials at Dina Nina Martinez.
2: And I'm at Lalita D Comedy.
1: Find our guest Aaliyah Kanani at Aaliyah Comedy with a K.
2: Oh, nice. Touch. Find Door Girl Greg on Instagram at G.G. Putter.
1: And our announcer is Krista Garner, and she can be found on Instagram at Krista Garner.
2: This is an Artemis Glow Studio production.
1: In association with Crossover Media and AMG. Have a great week.